the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decisions. Day 21 of the partial government shutdown. Do you remember back in the day when the NFL would shut down or Major League Baseball would shut down and sometimes players or the NHL would shut down due to strikes? Players would be like, say, screw this. I'm Welcome back in. Rob Black and I'm your gonna, money. I'm Rob Black talking about money and baseball. I'm going to play more. baseball instead of football. I'm going to learn how to be a bobsled athlete. There's sometimes unintended consequences. And that's what Wall Street's starting to get a little bit nervous about with a three-week-long federal shutdown. There's now headlines that make it look like the president saying things like, how shall we say, foul language, the F-word, F-bombs are being thrown around on Twitter. Are they on Twitter? Are they in real person? It's tough to tell, but it's still very contentious the way it looks. Maybe it's a lot of, you know, uh, posing for the camera. But what you're starting to see is the government shutdown is starting to kind of like wear on people a little bit more. Ties a record for a standoff at 21 days. That's back when President Bill Clinton and House Speaker Newt Gingrich were going at it in 1995. Where were you? So the government shutdown obviously affects the government, but the government shutdown affects a lot of things. American Airlines, for instance, came out and said lower revenue guidance and weaker than expected domestic performance. Government shutdowns impacting the industry's corporate travel business the longer it lasts. American in particular is exposed to the government with its hub in Washington, D.C. with Dulles. Uh, Washington, D.C. is Reagan National. And then you obviously have a lot of flights that go into Dulles as well in Washington, Government contractors are not traveling right now. And then you get the United States saying things along the lines of, it's not safe to go to China. You might get arrested because Canada and the United States and a uh, European nation have arrested a Chinese national tied towards corporate fraud or corporate problems. So people like Tim Cook are probably saying to their bosses, or not Tim Cook, let's say the, the head of iPad or the head of software who has to fly to China on a regular basis to check things out. And they're probably saying to their boss, is like, is it safe for us to fly? What happens if I get arrested? What's this look like? So when in doubt, questions start coming out, right? What's going to happen with lower income people in America who count on things like food stamps and tax refunds? That's going to affect the retailers. Now, typically in government shutdowns, all is made well and good. So if you missed a paycheck, we would go, oh, well, we're going to either write that or give you a big bonus or something. So today is a primer in the cat case tied towards tax refunds. They're starting to get delayed. With why House has to say about tax refunds, precedent when the government shut down, you know, we will get to those tax refunds. But we're hearing a lot of what the conservatives want us to hear, and then we're hearing a lot of what the liberals want us to hear. And there's a lot of questions that still linger. For companies that cater to lower-income consumers, like the dollar stores, it could be a problem. 
Prolonged government shutdowns jeopardize food stamps and other benefits. You're hearing a story today that someone snuck onto a plane with a gun in their luggage. I don't want to get into the details of that story because it's way out of my area per se, but someone said, what ends the government shutdown? I said, act of terrorism or something horrible where we were expecting the food safety. If you look at a lot of government websites right now, they're not being updated and they're telling you we're not being updated. So a friend of mine does mortgage loans and he looked at the government website recently on HUD. And he's like, not HUD, it was uh, maybe FEMA, but it wasn't FEMA, but they're not being updated. And he's like, whoa, defense contractors are also terribly affected because defense service contractors that drive a significant portion of their work from agencies that have not been funded, such as NASA and the State Department. How about all the food truck employees? You go to any government building, city government, state government, federal government, uh, and you'll see food trucks every day, and you'll see souvenirs and things like that being hawked in front of them. So cybersecurity, if the Department of Defense... Or how about this? Honey... You just got out of college. You're a brilliant computer scientist. Why didn't you work for Google or Apple or somebody? And he goes, no, I want to serve my country. I want to do a government job. I want to fight the Chinese and the Russians and cybersecurity hacks. Oh, honey, I love you. Let's make love. And nine months later, there's a baby, right? Now there's an economic <coughs> mouth to feed. And you're working for the government, and they're on strike, and that wife is still pretty crazy hormonal, and you're, she's mama bear, and you're daddy bear, and you have a little baby bear. Baby bear says woof, 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 woof. You know that song hit the Billboard Top 40? <coughs> Some band out of Korea, South Korea, I think, remixed the baby shark song, threw a really loud beat on it. It's got more hits on YouTube than Bieber. It's like number 38 on the Billboard chart. It's like, whoa. The new national anthem will be Baby Shark Doo 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 Grandma Shark Doo 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 Shark Doo 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 Exactly. Um, so the question is, like, if you have a little baby shark, Mama Shark may say, Daddy Shark, you can't work for the government. We need a paycheck. I need my baby to have new, new diapers. <laughs> I know you're saying, do that impression just make you cough oddly enough it did one of the areas that i i I try to get across on this show and i always try to teach you things to do well that's pretty obvious there's ways of increasing your salary which is great that's one way of getting wealthy another way is you know having a plan where you sock away 10 15 percent of your money into a, a savings plan that's a great way to make money you can take a look at your budget and start living off the grid or simpler. And that's a great way of making money. You know, spend less than you make. But also what I want to do on this show is show you mistakes that you make and that I make. And sometimes it's best not to. I think one of the biggest ones that I saw is doing it yourself. In my hindsight, there's been times where I got in over my head, financially speaking, Excuse me, I think I have the black lung. I know. <coughs> Some coal miner. I think I'm getting the black lung, Bob. Is really mad at me. Or some kid of a coal miner is mad at me for joking about the black lung. But I was coughing like... 
I might have the black lung. So when you, sometimes when you do it yourself, you're probably better off with a financial planner, a CPA. I'll give you an example of doing it yourself. Cheap furniture. When you buy furniture from like Ikea, and they say, we'll manufacture it, we'll put it together for you. I'm like, yeah. That stuff isn't fun for me. So I like to have the expert do it per se, right? So one of the best things you can do sometimes is hire the experts to do what they do so to cut down on your frustration and your mistakes. Try to avoid fat investing like Bitcoin or food diets. Try to avoid fads. They're expensive. Try to have a plan. A long-term plan, not a short-term plan, a long-term plan. Try not to panic and try not to get greedy. To learn more about investing, come to a big event coming up January 24th in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. 6.30 to 8.30 January 24th. Sign up at Rob Black's show, code RADIO25. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. This song hits me pretty well, like smack on the nose, where it's like, whoa, that's a little too close. It's 21 Pilots. It's an awesome video. I know you're saying, Aussie video. It, it, it just, when you were younger, and now you're stressed out. I wish I could turn back time to the good old days. Oh, try not to sell out. Never, ever sell out. Try to only sell one, like, good old days, right? And then I was thinking, what song could I play that's uh, reflective or helpful for the story I want to tell now? See, now I'm stressed out from my youth, right? As I've gotten older, like, more things hit you. How about When the Walls Come Trembling Down by John Cougar? When you hear that and then you take a look at the markets and you're like, okay, what is going to happen with this three-week-long federal shutdown? What is going to happen... In California. Um, let me give you some stories of the day. Google's going to lease nearly all of the West Side Pavilion, which is a prominent but down on his luck shopping mall. It's being transformed to nearly 600,000 square feet of creative offices. So they're turning a mall into an office space. I think that's kind of right on. Malls are going to turn into warehouses. Malls have changed. The way we shop has changed. The CEO, Geisha Williams, has stepped down. As chief executive officer at PG&E, that's never a good thing when your head says, I don't want this. this. That is whatever crazy term you have for when things get out of control and are messed up. That's exactly what's going on in PG&E today. Elon Musk's rocket company announced a surprising round of layoffs, 10% of its workforce, even as it's launching more and more satellites into space as they are starting to play with one that will be capable of reaching Mars. So we will see how Elon Musk and his businesses do in the future. He's also really pushing luxury. He's talking about cutting down on the cheaper versions of his vehicles. M. Night Shyamalan's going to release a new movie. He's revisiting his superhero world of Glass. He's also writing a TV show for Netflix. So I'm kind of interested to see how Glass does, not to see how Netflix does. But I do think there's a tie. How fascinated we are. We love Six Sense. We turned on him when he did the apartment building complex one that didn't make any sense at all. The lady in the water in the swimming pool or something like that. Looks like he got 
under the influence with some like children when he wrote that one. Whoa. I know you're saying. I think he could see you for that. No. We're in earnings season, and in earnings season, it's awesome because you get to see how Wall Street did for the last 90 days. And the banks are reporting this week, in the coming weeks, to be the big tech stocks. In the coming weeks after, during that whole period of time, also the retailers. A lot of the companies that we're going to have bad quarters have already pre-announced 30 days in advance. But Santa sales, it's the old Lulu Lou, Charlie Brown, we're revisiting Santa one last time during earnings season. And then we can get on with the year. December retail sales will be released by the Commerce Department on Wednesday. Early indications are that total sales were up despite some disappointing results uh, that were pretty big headlines last week for Macy's. Even though companies like Target and Costco said we did good. Wall Street focused on Macy's. And again, remember how I started this with Google's turning uh, a big mall down in Southern California into office space? Interesting how things change. PGD, it looks like uh, going to file for bankruptcy. Will they stay in business? Yeah. But we, uh, you can assure one thing. Higher rates when this mess gets sorted out. Maybe not during. Maybe. Jenny Yellen's out there saying economic uncertainty has prompted some retailers to put plans on hold. So she's out as Fed chairman. She was pretty dovish, and Trump probably would have liked her a little bit more than her replacement. Retailers are increasingly cautious, she says, as she's talking to the National Retail Federation's big show in New York. She thinks there is some disruption going on because of the government shutdown. She wants it to end quickly. Trade tension, she says, really concerned businesses in terms of what the future holds in store. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying she's campaigning against Donald Trump. I'm just saying she's making a narrative for this isn't good for the economy. And it starts to weigh on you as an investor. Kroger CEO, speaking of the big retail federation trade show, he said from a customer standpoint, they feel incredibly good about the economy, but very nervous about where things are headed. So a lot of analysts now are coming out and saying, you know, things aren't that bad yet. We see a scenario where they could be, but we also see a scenario where they don't have to be. Are we driving towards a cliff? That's kind of what the economic narrative feels like. Kind of feels a little bit like that. Ford debut is a car that really no one needs. A 700-horsepower street-legal Mustang Shelby GT500. There's nothing worse than being on a highway and having someone just floor it around you and two other cars. First thing out of my mouth is, I bet I see him dead on the side of the highway down the road in about a mile or two. And I don't like feeling that, but I never feel good when I see people driving like that. Anyway, I know you're saying, you're an old man. I'm an old man! Other stories out there. Toyota's bringing back the super sports car after more than 20 years. It's all about product. All about product. Wall Street's all about product. When Intel CEO says the Internet of Things has us so excited, I don't know if I feel that, but I do believe it's all about product. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. The walls are not crumbling down quite yet. We move into 2019 where we could save a little bit more money, which is a nice thing in down markets. Um, trade deficit with China grows to a record, and it's likely even worse than the data shows. Trump says, I never worked for Russia. There was a big thing this weekend where the New York Times published an article on Friday, and uh, he called the article trash, or you know, the article's flawed, or the article's fake news. Wrong. But he never denied it, so now he has to come out and deny it. Because everyone's like, oh, you're just saying the article's bad. You're not, you know. But now he's saying it's a big fat hoax. 
an explosive tweet that report that the FBI opened a counterintelligence probe into whether he had fallen under the Kremlin's influence. You are fake news. <sighs> fake news. Fake news. He makes my life pretty difficult because we're focusing on that instead of the markets and the economy and the, and the jobs. That's okay. Walls are not coming tumbling down yet. A couple bricks are missing. This is not a game of Jenga, but it feels like a game of Jenga. Big event coming up on the 24th. Find out more details at Rob Black's show. Use code RADIO25 to get it for free. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing more. Thanks for listening to the show. Teachers in L.A. are officially on strike, throwing the nation's second largest school district into chaos. Celine Dion is pulling songs from the, the songs I'm Your Angel. It features R. Kelly. She follows the footsteps of others who have pulled from their catalog anything tied towards R. Kelly as he's become toxic. Have you heard this one, the story about an egg, a humble little egg? This story will make you ecstatic. It will show you the power of Instagram. An egg, just an egg, a simple humble egg, has cracked Instagram by becoming the most liked post of all time. No, 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 I'm not yoking. What's interesting about this is I've recently tied together for you why games like Fortnite are important to pay attention to. Because they can launch a platform of 200 million users that many have given their credit card information up for and done transactions to buy things like uh, digital clothing. Those 200 million people could be marketed to. New product. So when you saw AOL grow from 10 million subscribers to 15, to 20, 25, 30, 35, 40... That's when it became interesting. Same thing with Netflix, the recurring revenue of a subscriber. Now, you don't necessarily have to be a subscriber, but the returning eyeballs of someone who likes something. Someone posted with the sole intention of snatching Kylie Jenner's Instagram fame. 24 million likes for a simple egg. There's only been one post from the at world record egg. I know you're saying Instagram post. The egg said, let's set a world record together and get the most liked post on Instagram, beating the current world record currently held by Kylie Jenner, 18 million. And the, the internet followed and loved it. Now, again, product, right? You know the Jenners are all about product. If Kylie Jenner comes out, and the Kardashians, she comes out and wears sunglasses made by Louis Vuitton, they will, get, they will sell a lot more sunglasses. So it's kind of fun. Right? Um, an egg is beating Kylie. I don't Jenner. know what to make of this other than to say there's kind of a Darwinian thing um, that happens with money investing in retirement. I don't know. It's just about eyeballs, in my opinion, setting up platforms, right? That's why Instagram is so powerful for advertisers. PGE says they might go bankrupt. That's not good news. That just means higher rates. And the people who did work for the company, who did get stock, kind of got hosed. And we've seen it before with utilities like WorldCom and Enron. Enron kind of pushed, um, excuse me for saying this, Enron kind of pushed PG&E into bankruptcy back in the early 2000s, rolling blackouts and the, the trading of energy. But you could also say PG&E executives probably bought into things they shouldn't have bought into. 
Citigroup, which generates more than half its revenue outside the United States, topped expectations for earnings tied towards cost-cutting. Lower cost of credit, lower tax rate, but not because they did more business. So the revenue was weaker, but they did earn more money than expected. That's okay. But we always wonder in the... You know, in your magical hat, what are you going to pull out next? You can't keep getting record earnings out of falling revenue. So Citigroup is one of the first of the big financial companies to report. And we'll pay attention to, like, the Bank of America's and the Wells Fargo's. Sometimes they have different feelings and meanings. Bank of America's got a lot of credit card debt, Capital One, big credit card company. They get the visas and the MasterCards into the transactions. Sometimes you'll see companies like maybe a state street that represents, you know, a portion of the U.S. economy like the Northeast. So earnings coming out now for the financials. Treasury yields are down. Uh, The tenor of the headlines out there right now is that, you know, some people are taking some money off the table and waiting for a sea change. And they're throwing their money into the safety of U.S. Treasuries and bonds. In China's trade data that came out today, a 4.4% year-over-year decline in exports in December and a 76 year year-over-year decline in imports. That's not cheery news. Just throwing that out there. But it is news that you can use. It's part of the day that we got going on out there. Gold Corps can be acquired by Newmont Mining in a stock deal valued at about $10 billion. It's always interesting when you see companies merge and they're willing to pay a premium for each other. Elsewhere out there, a lot of trade shows go on at the start of the new year. There's a global, uh, there's an auto trade show in Detro- coming to Detroit. We might get some interesting information out of the component makers. But you're always kind of paying attention to, in my opinion, maybe GM, a little bit of Ford, Toyota, and Tesla. Tesla's the story. Citigroup released some of the news in their earnings report. They said mortgage revenue has declined. Deposits decline. Branded credit cards continue to, ex, you know, have growth. Um, they're tied towards the Hilton, some of the Hilton cards, and uh, you do see um, a lot of headlines on some of the best credit cards or Hilton cards, for instance. Lululemon. They make yoga clothes, athleisure. It's still a thing. I know you're saying you tell people don't invest in fads, but is an athleisure kind of a fad? But that stock's moving higher. Healthy living guidance was uh, raised. Didn't really expected. Not a lot of shocking things inside their, their report. Fifth consecutive quarter of double-digit comp growth. That's pretty impressive when you're looking for growth. One area of looking for growth is I want to grow faster than the U.S. economy or, or GDP. I want to see the components of the GDP and Standard Poor's and figure out what sectors I I favor growth in. And you're seeing growth in athleisure, right? Now, is that true for everyone? Lululemon hit an all-time high of $165 a share in October. They had a lot of problems. They get made fun of a lot. I find that kind of interesting. Suppose like, if a man goes into Lululemon, he has to hunt for the men's section. I've never been. I don't look good in athleisure. A lot of people ask me for photos of me in athleisure tight, sheer yoga pants, and I'm like, why? And they're like, oh, I want to try to lose weight, and that'll inspire me. See a pudgy, puffy white guy stuffing himself into leotards. I know, you're saying leotards, 
That's kind of what I think athleisure is, right? Anyway, there's some hot discount retailers. Oli's Bargain Outlet, ticker symbol O-L-L-I, and Five Below. <coughs> Those would be the, some of the comparables that you would try to look at and say, okay, if you think Lululemon's worth X, this is why we think it's worth Y. Or <coughs> you take a look at a company like Five Below and see they've got 32 times earnings multiple or 30 times earnings multiple. They're growing at double digit. Where's Lululemon as far as where their PE is versus their growth rate? It's just comps, and it's probably the unsexiest part of the job. You kind of become a stock detective and try to see, try to learn how to compare companies. If it's all just a popularity contest, you'd be like, it's easy. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Some of the tech stocks I like because they seem to have the better stories. You see, like a FedEx, oh, we're going to improve the logistics in our flights. And you're like, boring. <coughs> but Yelp. Yelp's always interesting because it's one of those stocks that has a Civil War following on Wall Street. You either love it or you hate it. And those are stocks that I can't get involved in. It's too much of a swing one way or the other. To me, it's not playing capitalism. It's, it's playing favoritism. Morgan Stanley said, we're downgrading the stock to underweight. We see material weakness, a good 15% from where it is today. It's already fallen 20% in the last year. Yelp, you know them. I, I find, do you find sometimes you have to say goodbye to some apps and it's tough to do? Like, oh, I used this app for years. And whether it could be traffic apps or credit apps or banking apps, sometimes you have to hit the button and hit the X and delete the app, right? Yelp's still not there, so it is kind of intriguing. Um, ad buyers spend less as a result of moving away from long-term contracts. Advertisers see Alphabet, its own Google or Facebook as a more cost-effective reach of hitting lots and lots of online customers. Still using Yelp, but I, I see the fleetness of it, right? Do you? Big event coming up on January 24th in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. You can use the code RADIO25 to sign up for free at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Time for a quick giveaway, an easy giveaway. Want four tickets to see the Harlem Globetrotters on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Monday, January 21st at the SAP Center in San Jose. Globetrotters return to the Bay Area with six games, January 12th through the 21st, so they're going on now. You can get tickets at Ticketmaster.com. I remember growing up kind of not idolizing these guys, but knowing that I would never be those guys with skills and, and entertainment levels. Here's your chance to see the Globetrotters, world famous at the SAP Center in San Jose. You can go to San Jose or um, Oracle Arena in Oakland, January 12th through the 21st. There's a lot of games scheduled over this period of time, but these tickets are for Martin Luther King Jr. Day, January 21st at the SAP Center in San Jose. It's a family four-pack, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Bring in CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, when you were growing up... Uh, you and I stopped growing at a certain height, and it basically said, you're not playing professional basketball. Do you remember the Globetrotters? Oh, of course. Okay. 
I, I remember going back. Remember Globetrotters would show up on Scooby Doo. Yes, that was always a good episode. That was. I liked it. And I think. I think Kiss would show up on on Scooby Doo, and that one scared me a little bit more. But <laughs> I digress. Um, stock markets, seminars, things are coming up. Uh, you're going to be doing a show live tomorrow, six to seven. On Tuesdays and Wednesdays here on AM twelve twenty KDOW or CFP, you're with NewFocusFinancial.com. You and I have worked for twenty together for twenty odd years, roughly. Um, big seminar coming up on the twenty fourth in Palo Alto. People can sign up at NewFocusFinancial.com and use the code Radio twenty five. It's right around the corner. Ten days. People are resetting right now. They're you know four hundred one ks and trying to figure out. Uh, what to buy more of, what to buy less of. They're looking at the different limits. Uh, what do we need to know about 401ks in 2019 as we kick off the year? Well, we've had a lot of questions because almost every 401k plan out there that we see offers a Roth 401k in addition to the regular 401k. It doesn't mean you can put in more. It just means that you can split up your contributions between two different types of accounts. And so the new limit for 2019 for 401ks is $19,000. Or if you're going to be 50 year older by the end of the year, there's a $6,000 catch-up. So that's $25,000 that you can get in pre-tax into a 401k. And you know, 20 plus years, 24 years ago when I got into business, the limit you could put in was 10% of pay. So limits are much higher now. And so people have to decide between, do I put all of the dollars into the pre-tax side of the 401k where I get a current tax break. The money grows tax-deferred until I take it out. But once I take it out, 100% of it is taxable. Or you can put all the dollars or some of the dollars into the Roth side of the 401k. If you put the money into the Roth side, you don't get a current tax break. So you'll pay more in taxes now but the money grows tax-free for the rest of your life. You never pay taxes on it. That Having that tax-free pool of money will help lower taxes on your Social Security. It can potentially help you pay less in Medicare B premiums. You, you, uh, if you roll it into a Roth IRA when you retire, you don't have to take required minimum distributions on it. So it's a good idea to have both pre-tax and tax-free money once you get to retirement. It's kind of nice that 401ks are offering that Roth 401k option because... I don't think when Roth 401k started, a lot of people knew about them, even the administrators who did 401ks and things like that. So it, that's a really nice option people should look at. Uh, moving forward, how do you people decide, you know, 401k or Roth? Because I kind of keep it simple. I like to, but that maybe is not the best advice, is it? Um, it you know, it is, because I can give you two situations where it's fairly okay. simple. Um, let's say, you know, you're... 45, 50 years old, your kids are finally out of college, you finally have cash flow to be able to save for retirement, but you're way behind. I mean, by 45 okay. or 50, you should have you know three or four times your paycheck saved up in retirement. Otherwise, you know you're way behind in retirement planning. So those in those situations, you can look out and say, I'm probably working till I'm 70. I'm probably going to be at a lower bracket when I retire, so I should probably get the tax cut now, the tax break now, so that the money that I would otherwise pay in taxes stays in my 401k, earns dividends and interest and gains for me until I retire. So if you're way behind, usually going pre-tax is the way to go. Or if you're young, your first, you, you know, your job, you're first starting out, you're, you know, 30 or under and you know you're at a lower than a, you know, a 12% or lower federal bracket, 
I would probably go 100% Roth IRA because of demographics and deficits and everything else. Taxes are going to probably be much higher for you in the future. You're at a low bracket now. Pay the taxes now. Put it all into a tax-free account, and you'll be very, very happy in the future. It's those people that are kind of in the middle of those two scenarios, Rob, where it's, it gets a little bit more complicated. Good stuff. It's all fun in the new year, isn't it? Um, 401k <laughs> versus the Roth and figuring out the calculations. Speaking of which, um, let's say your employer also offers a stock at a discount. Now, we just saw PG&E basically crash as a stock. So I'm already leery on where this question goes. How do you handle the employer? They're paying your bills, also tied towards your financial retirement. Uh, mm-hmm. They're basically covering you while you're earning income versus while you're trying to manage it later in life as an investment. What are your thoughts? Well, yeah, so that, that's when it gets tough. So you got usually if an employer offers an employee stock purchase program, a stock at a discount, they're also giving you RSUs. And these are, you know, options that as they vest, they become taxable. There's no reason to keep it. So it becomes, that's where it becomes a very, an intense cash flow situation. You know you need to max out your 401k, but you have these outflows because you want to fund the employer stock purchase program. Um, you want to typically hold those stocks for 18 to 24 months before you sell them to get the best tax situation. Um, and you really have to kind of sit down and, and balance your contributions to all these different plans, knowing that when you retire, you want different pools of money. You want some cash. You want pre-tax in the 401k. You want tax-free in the Roth. But you also need to start investing in an area like employer stock purchase programs or just an index fund where you can access it to buy other things like real estate. You are on fire. Can't wait to hear you tomorrow and see you at the event on January 24th. Retirement Income and Tax Planning Seminar, Palo Alto Elks Lodge, 630 to 830. Get there a little early. Stay a little late. Registration is $25, but you can use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Listen to Chad tomorrow morning as he goes solo from 6 to 7 with no parachute. You can hear him on AM 1220 KDOW. You can sign up for the event by going to newfocusfinancial.com and use the code RADIO25. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.